0: Well, it's insane. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, getting the same results that you're not happy with, right? So so why not try something, find somebody who's done what you want to do and do that same thing. I mean, and I think, you know, something that typically will stand in the way of an advisor is their ego.
1: This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business.
2: Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acree and before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if you're not already subscribed and while you're there, drop us a review to let us know how we're doing. We will read it here on the show. Our guest today is Aaron Botsford, known as the Advisor Authority. Aaron is a 30-year-old uh, 30-year-old <laughs> 30-year veteran <30-year-old laughs> in the financial industry and was a Barron's top 100 advisor in all categories. After selling her practice in 2017, Aaron now teaches others how to model her success through her Elite Advisor Success System. Aaron,
1: welcome to Stay Paid. Thanks for being here.
0: Well, thank you guys for having me. It's it always is fun to see you guys.
1: Yeah, it's always awesome to talk to you, Aaron. We actually had Aaron on the show A while back. Second appearance. And the people we invite back, it's because they literally are just a library of knowledge and wealth and resource. And it's like you feel like you barely get any time. And we're also going to be doing a special webinar. Um, I guess it's about a week out, right? Maybe a little. January 11th, so a yeah. week and a
2: half after this releases. Yep. yep.
1: So um, we want to make sure you know you guys come to that. You'll learn more about that on the show. But the whole webinar is going to be about becoming the unforgettable advisor in 2023. Like, how do you do that? How do you become unforgettable with the markets the way they are? With people obviously always in a panic, right? How do you become the advisor that's the unforgettable one, the one that's out front leading, not the one who's you know, hiding and letting people make the decisions for themselves. I would love, Aaron, if you could just give a quick, you know, just summary of who you are, what got you into coaching, uh, because I love your story. Um, And then let's jump into that topic of the Unforgettable Advisor.
0: That's great. Yeah, who I am. So um, I started in the business a long time ago. I struggled really badly. And so I decided to go get some business coaching. And I had an epiphany one day, and that's all it took. And so It was the third year of my coaching program, my 12th session. My coach said, stand up and share your results with somebody. So I stood up and I found this random guy and I said, hey, you want to do the exercise together? He goes, yeah, let's do it. So I was excited about my progress. So I decided to go first. I said, Hey, I'm Aaron Botsford from Dallas, Texas. Um, Three years ago, I was doing around $300,000 in personal production. I said, this year, I'm on target to do somewhere between 400 and 450. And I'm thinking like, woo, look at me. I'm so happy with my progress. And then, It was this guy's turn. He said, Hey, I'm Paul. I'm an advisor from Virginia. He said, "Um, three years ago, I was doing around 300,000 in production as well. And I thought to myself, well, look at that. We are just alike. And then he said the words I'll never forget. He goes, "Um, this year I'm on target to do 3 million in production. And he said, "You know, I don't meet with all of my existing clients anymore. Instead, I've built an entire team around me. All I do is I go out and bring in new clients." And, and of course, his voice starts wandering off. I'm like, "What? You went from three hundred thousand to three million in three years?" He's like, "Yep." Yeah. And I'm thinking, "Did I miss a coaching session, or did he go to a coaching program, Mars, or whatever?" I just I couldn't believe anybody could get those results. So of course, it's time to go back to our seats. The bell rings and. I was just sitting there. It was like that ALS bucket challenge moment. I I was stammering. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, uh, Paul, could, 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 could I could I just buy a few hours of your time? And he said, sure. In fact, why don't you come spend the day with me and my team? And so literally as quickly as I get back to Dallas, I actually made my husband go with me because I knew that Paul was going to say, like, to get those kind of results, you're going to have to divorce your husband. You're going to have to sell <laughs> your child. You know? But literally, I just spent one day with this young man. And a lot of what we talked about was being unforgettable, right? We talked about the things that you and I are going to talk about on January 11th. And so I went back and a few years later, I did 3 million and then 4 million and 5 million and my business kept growing. And so, you know, what's interesting about our business is just, it's not rocket science. And so you mentioned my program. And in fact, my program, I don't call it a coaching program because I would never be a good coach Mm -hmm. My, my, my program is called a modeling program, because again, it's what we do is not rocket science. And I did figure out a few things. And so what I do is I, now that I've sold my company, I have what I call my secret sauce. And I just tell advisors, when you get in front of a prospect, say these words, Mm -hmm. when they, when they respond, say these words, right? It's it, mine, mine is a modeling program it's very prescriptive and I've, I don't I haven't left anything out nothing is left to chance and what's really cool Luke is my the advisors who go through my program they're getting the same results that I did so that's that awesome. is like it, it just it feeds my heart it feeds my soul and and so that's it that's my story how long were you an advisor
1: for before you sold the business 31 years. Yeah, 31 years. Yeah. That's what I love about you. It's like you're such a practitioner. Like it's you literally just go, well, let me document down exactly what I did. um, And people can model it. And it's Josh and I harp on it all the time. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's like so many people are just trying to reinvent the wheel. It's okay to do R&D research and, and duplicate. Like, it's it's okay totally. to do that.
0: Well, it's insane. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, getting the same results that you're not happy with, right? Yeah. So so why not try something, find somebody who's done what you want to do and do that same thing? I mean, yep. and I think, you know, something that typically will stand in the way of an advisor is their ego. Mm. Well, They want to do it their way. Okay, continue to do it your way, you know, and you'll continue to get whatever results hope you're happy with that, right? So... Mm.
1: So so true. Walk us through in your thought process, right? In 2023, you know, everybody's wondering about where things are headed. You know, society as a whole is scared, (laughs) right? Um, So what are you advising your clients from a standpoint of trying to be unforgettable in this type of environment and what you've seen work for you over your career?
0: That's a really good question. You know, having gone, been in the business 31 years and I went through a lot of, you know, I went through the dot com crisis that lasted three years of a bear market, 2008 financial crisis. I mean, I've, I've been through a lot of down markets and what's interesting about what I teach is that that is the perfect time for you to become unforgettable. And so what I teach, in fact, I love a crisis, you know, never let a crisis go to waste is my Mm. mantra. I think I took that from some politician, right? But, so I love it because what I do and what I teach has nothing to do with where the economy or the markets are at any given time. And it's actually better for my advisors if there's uncertainty out there, it's actually better for my advisors. They can win business easier than if it's like la-di-da time. anyway that's i love it this is the time to dominate you know um, i used to call. i was the i dominated dallas i dominated atlanta you know and um somebody somebody says so you're the dominatrix well not exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to compete you want to dominate so i tend to agree with you because it speaks to like now you can be the confidence for people that they don't have you can like your your term like it, it you're an advisor an advisor is someone that is leading people into things they don't know what to do, and you're advising them in that process, right? You're giving them certainty in an uncertain process. You're, you're giving them experience that you have, but like you dominated Dallas, dominated Atlanta. Like, what were some of the things you tactically did to get that certainty into the minds of the prospects that are out there and attract a business to you in that way?
0: Well, Luke, I have to disagree with you because people do not they do not act in when they're certain. They say yes to you when they're uncertain and they need answers. And so what I have is my one of my courses is called My Secret Sauce. And the reason I called it My Secret Sauce is until I sold my company, I never shared this with anybody because mm-hmm. it was so powerful. So in my secret sauce, and I'll just tell you, you know, kind of go walk through the psychology, because everything I did was all, all about all about psychology. So, you know, and a, a client, a prospect will only seek out a financial advisor when they have some kind of a triggering event in their life, like they're getting ready to retire, they lost a parent, a spouse, their grandchild was born, they changed jobs, they have a 401k to roll it, right? Some kind of a triggering event has to happen in their life for them to go, oh, I, I, may, I may need some advice on this, I need an advisor. Well, in my opinion, like who wants to wait around for that tr- that actual triggering event to happen? Not me. So, what I did was, I created a way to create a triggering event in the prospect's mind that makes them think, oh my gosh, that this is actually, you know, what if this happens? And is some of it negative? Yes, but sometimes life can get negative. So, through a series of questions, and I have 22 different like lanes to go through that I teach my advisors, again, very prescriptive in a conversation, I might find out, you know, this client has a lake house. Oh really, where is it? And we just, we're in conversation and I assume you have a boat too. Yeah, so, you know, can I ask you just out of curiosity, how is your lake house titled? Well, it's in our name. I'm like, okay, well, let's play out a scenario. So you have a boat. What if somebody that's skiing behind your boat gets hurt and now, you know, they get hurt on your property and you're being sued by the fact that you have your lake house in your own personal name, That means they can not only attach the value of your lake house and your boat, but they can also go back and get anything that's titled in your personal name. Were you aware of that? Of course, usually they're not aware of that. So my thing is my job is to protect them from the things that really do happen in life. And so people are like, Oh my gosh, my real estate agent never mentioned. I said, well, you should have your lake house property titled in some other entity maybe an LLC or something. I don't know. And well, how come my attorney didn't tell me, tell me that? Well, I don't know, but if we work together, we can certainly get that fixed. So I point out things, you know, the market risk, I point out lots of different things and things that happen in everyday life. And you know, what's more, what's interesting is my market. I try and teach my advisors to go up market. I want them working in the high net worth marketplace and because those people have more margin, they have more needs, but they also have more to lose. Mm. And a lot of them have been building businesses, and they're sitting out there kind of fat, dumb, and happy. They don't realize how vulnerable they might be.
2: Yeah.
0: And so, you know, and what's interesting about you know advisors that are listening to this or they come to our podcast, what they what they don't realize is this: it's kind of that adage when the remember the student is ready, the teacher will appear. What's interesting that I found out now, having trained almost 900 advisors in the last couple of years, when the advisor is ready, the high net worth prospects will appear. Hmm. So, for anybody that wants to move up market, you know there is a formula for doing it. You just have to be prepared to walk into a meeting with a thirty million dollar business owner. And I, the nice thing is, I have the skill set to prepare you. And what's really cool is now I've trained almost 900 advisors, they're getting the same results as me, like who would have who thought, you know?
2: Do you feel like you're constantly chasing after new leads? Does it feel like you're on a hamster wheel? Running forward but not getting anywhere? That's not the life you imagined when you got into this business. Listen in as Luke Acrey and I prove the extraordinary power of referrals and the money you can make using referral-based marketing. Our free webinar shows you how to stay top of mind, nurture clients, and automate your marketing so you can get off the hamster wheel for good go to remindermedia.com slash hamster wheel yes that's the real url we named it that so you'd remember go there to find out the secrets that the top producers are using to live the life of freedom you know you deserve that's remindermedia.com slash hamster wheel take action on this today
1: it makes so much sense in the sense that like pain point selling or you know fear some people might call it fear-based selling right but You know, revealing the pain points to people is what ultimately is a bigger motivator than even the results. Like, I think there's studies out there that prove that people are 10 times or whatever more motivated by pain than they are motivated by actual reward. Um, And so you're basically revealing to them the pain point that they they suffer from. Um, Like, when we actually sell to financial advisors, you know, one of the things that we reveal to them is how much money you are losing right now. On the table because you're not getting the referrals that you should be getting or how much money is walking out the door from an account transfer that you have, How, how you know, 2% of kids keep their parents financial advisor, right? You know, if only right. 2%, that means you're losing 98%, 97%, depending on who you are of all those assets to somebody else. And so we reveal, and that gets people to move versus us talking about, hey, if you use our magazine, you're gonna, you know, get this much AUM under management. And so it's a similar concept, pain points, you know, selling. I'm curious, like, do you do your marketing that way too? Or is that more pitch-based? Like that's more combo-based where your marketing is is a little different, like your headlines or what you're sending out in emails, what you're you're doing, you know, from a marketing perspective?
0: Well, when I was an advisor, I marketed that way, of course, because I wanted I, I built my business. I did a lot of seminars. And mm-hmm. so I wanted them to come to the seminar because it's like I had I'd have three, you know, three bullet points on, you know, what happens if. And that would draw people to a seminar. So it wasn't like, let's discuss, you know, tax laws or whatever. What what happens if, and people always want to know what happens if, you know? So, I mean, if you look at the headlines for any credible news organization.
1: Wait, right? are, I mean, are there credible news organizations
0: out well, there? Well, that's no, <laughs> true. That is true. But I'm, I'm just saying, let's say news organizations that attract attention seem to at least... You know, they, 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 get your attention by, I don't, and like I said, I don't like the word negative because in my life, it's, it's really, i my job is to protect people.
1: Yeah. It's protective. As an advisor
0: is to protect people from unforeseen circumstances that can just ruin their day. And, and Luke, I'll just say one other thing. I come, I came to this from my um, honest background. Like, you know, when I was, you, and you know the story, but when I was 16, I was driving my sister's car, my family car, and I hit a guy in a motorcycle, okay? Yeah. He was killed. I mean, I was charged with involuntary manslaughter. My my parents didn't have enough money to pay for my defense. I mean, we had to take out a second mortgage against the house. We, My mom thought we were gonna lose the only asset we had, which was our family home. I mean, now think about it, my parents were broke, mm-hmm. but my clients have children and grandchildren driving automobiles in their name. They send them off to college with a car the cars in my client's names. Mm. And I'm like, did you realize that if your kid, especially if he gets drunk, you know, at a sorority or fraternity party and hits somebody and is being sued, you could lose everything you've worked for. Trust me. I know I come from it from a point of understanding that understanding the fear that my, my mom had that she was going to lose her house. Right? So I guess my the advantage I have in life because not only was was I charged of manslaughter, we were sued for a ridiculous amount of money. And you know, I I, I, I understand what the fear. What my mother couldn't sleep at night because imagine thinking your home is going to be taken away from you. Well, look, car accidents happen every single day. So if there was only one thing you talked about with your prospect, tell me how you're. How, how are your, your assets, how are they, how's your car titled? How's your home titled? And do you realize that if this happens and it doesn't have to be their kid, it can be them.
1: What's so, know? what's so good. And this is such a good uh, uh, nugget for everybody listening is like, if you think of fear based, you know, nobody likes the words, right. Our pain points, like whatever, if it sounds bad to you, you, you have a problem with the value proposition that you're offering. Right. It's not about the tactic. Of, it, we're not using a tactic of a pain point or fear-based selling because we're trying to manipulate somebody. No, it's because we believe in the value that we offer and we're bringing to the table as a professional, as a service, whatever your thing is. And so it's just, it's a good gut check for people. As If you have a problem revealing the pain points that you're saving people from, though, maybe you have a problem with what you actually are selling. Like You don't actually believe in the, the value that you're bringing to the table because when you hear it, Aaron, from you, you go, yeah, it makes so much sense. You authentically are sharing from your own experience plus your passion of protecting people, and that's why you're so successful at it because it was authentic and natural. It's not about necessarily influencing, though it does influence people. It's about believing in what you're actually doing.
0: Yeah, so true. Yeah. And, you know, what was interesting was before I started my elite advisor success system, you know, I was unconsciously competent in what I did. (laughs) I didn't know why. I didn't know why people said yes to me. I literally, I, my claim to fame is I could close a prospect of any size in my first meeting. And, and I had a mantra. I don't chase prospects. I don't want my advisory students. Don't chase prospects. It doesn't look good. But you, when you get in a room, you gotta know what to say. You know, you need to know how to quote. We call it disturb them. And what's interesting, and I'm I'm actually learning things along the way. Is if they don't say yes to you right then in that very first meeting, is because you haven't disturbed them. And what you haven't done, and this is money. What I'm about to say is you have not, there's no consequence, you've not pointed out consequences to inaction. Mm. And Mm. so even my students, they're like, oh, I I did what you said, and I, but, but they didn't say yes to me. And I'm like, I'm really finding, I'm like, okay, why would that be? Was because you did not point out the consequences of doing nothing.
2: Mm.
0: And there are consequences, Right. And so to the extent you can get, you know, take that deep dive and point out the consequences of an action, you don't get clients. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, even with market driven <clears throat> stuff, anything. OK, yeah, just sit there with your money at wherever it is in your 401k. So what are the consequences of leaving it position exactly as it is?
1: I love the golden nugget of what if what if. Like you as a, I mean, that's such a good action item. You as the advisor, you as the, you know, real estate agent, insurance agent, whatever industry you are listening to this is like, what if, what are the, what ifs that happen that you protect clients from that you help them overcome? That's so good.
2: Aaron, thanks so much for coming on the episode. Uh, Before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you.
0: Sure. They can go to www.aaronbosford.com and sign up for my course
2: awesome so go check that out uh, as well as you can sign up for our webinar coming up in a week and a half after this episode drops and if you miss it when it's live you can always go into our resource library and find it there as well but that link will be remindermedia.com slash unforgettable webinar so remindermedia.com slash unforgettable webinar will include a link to that as well uh, as Aaron's course in our show notes over at staypaidpodcast.com if you enjoyed this episode and want to share your support the best way is to share this episode with a friend. You can also head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five star review, and leave a comment along with that. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcastremindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on social media. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua
1: Steich. I'm Luke Acre. Aaron, it is always a pleasure. You are truly a rock star. I'm really looking forward to our webinar. Um, guys, you're not going to want to miss it. Even if you're not an advisor, I would encourage you, you're going to want to register for this webinar because Aaron truly is a superstar and you can take away even more golden nuggets than what you got even here on this podcast. Here's my action item for you, though. My action item for you is, do you truly understand the consequences that you save people from? Do you truly understand the what-if scenarios? And that is so worth your time today or tomorrow to go and write that down, to think about that, to make sure you understand the consequences that someone's going to face if they don't work with you because that will revolutionize your presentation. Now, remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers its top producers take action take action on that today